0: Hello legends. Today I catch up with Cub member Avi Efrat, the founder and CEO of Fantastic Framing. Fantastic Framing is an industry-leading end-to-end framing company with 60 employees and 10 stores across Australia. Not to mention they have over 5,000 five-star reviews. Avi is an expert in sales and team culture and development. We discussed how to turn anyone into a gun salesperson, the importance of making your team your project and focusing on their growth and well being, and how to grow your company through mutually beneficial partnerships. Avi also shared his secret and system of how he obtained over 5,000 five star reviews. This is our last episode of 2023, and let me tell you, we finished with a good one. We'll see you back on the 15th of January. Enjoy the show. So you're clearly from Israel, judging by your accent. And (laughs) and tell me, when did you move to Australia? I moved 2004.
1: I came to travel after uh, I I served in the The special forces in the army, which was very, very hard to go in. Mm -hmm. So we have been like, um, you know, examed 3,000 people, and then we finished 30, and then only 20, you know, just, you know, like finish the course. And then when I finished, it was... Uh, I've been like an officer, I've been a lieutenant, so I've been a team leader, and then I had like six teams, and then it was a very stressful environment, and then I said, hey, I want to go and travel. And then it was all South America, all to come to Australia and New Zealand. Then I came here and traveled, and then I said, wow, this is actually like a cool place here. I said, okay, I'll think I will start to do my bachelor degree because my father is a developer back home in Israel. So I said, "I'll, I'll study my first degree over here, and then I'll go back to Israel, but things got changed and I just uh, stayed here, started the business, my journey, my wife, my kids. So my life, my my life is here and,
0: and I'm really happy about it. Yeah, and, and so why did you not end up going back to Israel? You just preferred Australia? Uh,
1: so this is a good a good question. So when I started to be in the university, I was, I had like an afro hair. So when I show you a picture after, it's like here. <laughs> yeah. And and I just went to cafes to look for a job. And then I had a cousin from the state told me, look, Avi, in the States, people are selling paintings door to door. I said, man, this is not for me. You know, I don't think it will be good for me. I said, man, try. There is like a freelance doing it here in Sydney. Go and try it. I tried it for a week. I sold zero. But then in one night, I did a salary of a week. It was $600. In 2006, so it's probably like 1200 1500 now. <laughs> today, you know. And I said, whoa, in one night I made a salary of a week. I think I'm on to something, you know. And then from that moment that it was clicking, you know, into my into my brain, I just started to call people. I went to bars, no, not so much internet, not Facebook, you know. Just, hey, do you want to work with me? I'll give you commission. I can't pay you, but if you sell, I'll pay you. And then from one person, two person, one team, two teams, Ten teams around Australia, five teams in New Zealand, teams in Germany. So it was a whole cycle of people that are wanted a bit extra cash, and it. I, I would want my kids to do door to door, like the the amount of information that you learn and the amount of understanding of you learn people and you understand that people are roughly the same and the objections are all the time will be similar, you know. So it was actually. Coaching them, okay, if they ask you this, this is what you answer. If they ask you this, this is what you answer. And it was probably a very good journey. So as a student, I was sitting in university with 70 people selling painting here in Australia, you know. So I I wanted actually to quit, you know. And uh, I had many people around me just quit, you know, like you're already doing what you're doing. Uh, but I just, I, I wanted to finish it for my parents, you know. Yeah, I was just about to say, your parents would have been yeah, <laughs> saying yeah, finish. <laughs> yeah. So I finished it, and then people will start to ask, hey, can you frame it? Because we sold paintings, just rolled. So we bought painting from Malaysia, Indonesia. It was like basically like a monkey with a headset, a, 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 a frog with a cigar, pop art, fun, very like not expensive art, 100, 150, 200. If you have an easy conversation with me, you buy. And then we did markets, we did eBay, it was very big. So the door to door, and then people, can you frame it? Can you frame it? Can you frame it? And the logistics for it was huge. I was buying vans, no finance, no finance. Everything from what we earn, I buy another car. I hired as well people like a commendation that we can create a team spirit. Okay, so I'm a very good um, in leadership. I was very, very good in the army. So I took those skills to it. So I took like a a big house, you know, a villa with a pool, you know, and just like let's live together, share the knowledge all the time, talk about it, optimization, 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 how to improve the speech. And and then, you know, can you frame it? Can you frame it? Can you frame it? Can you frame it? it? Said okay, I'll refer it to someone else, you know, because I was young, st- studying full-time, working full-time, and I did not had too much padding that age, you know, which was good in, in a sense. But then I said, okay, I'll, I think I'll start to frame. And then I just went to a big factory, just cut me one size, and then I bought v- more vans, and then if I sold you five paintings, I would come to your house, and I would do the frame on the
0: spot. So it was cha-cha-cha. So it was a very quick, good, good service. Because nothing's more annoying than buying a painting and having to wait a month to get it framed. 100%. It's the most annoying thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So then we did
1: it and then mobile service. And then I said, okay, then there was peak periods. Like for example, October till December, it's like pumping, you know, but then you have periods that are a little bit more slower, January, February. And then my guys, Avi, we are hungry. We want to walk. And I said, okay, guys, let's start to do advertisements, Google ads for people outside of the painting. So if you're, for example, here in your office in Darlinghurst and you just say, hey, frame my jersey because you went to a, I don't know, a soccer game or someone a saw UFC. It, yeah. Someone signed. Frame my jersey, you know. And I started to advertise on Google, very little, $800 uh, a month. And I, I just want to to you to hear the, the beginning and then I will speak about the end, which is very, very important. But I started $800 per month, okay? And then, you know, I started, I didn't like it so much. And then maybe, I, I remember even I quit, quit to do it, but then I did it again. But then I got one job in the city, one job in Bondi Junction, one job in Brisbane, just to fill up the time, literally that my guys will be more busy, you know? And then it went well, so I started to advertise more. And then I, you know, it was, it, it it was working, you know, but it was a very, um, you know, like, um, process. It's not like in one day it happened. Now I'm spending on ads. Only my company spend around a hundred thousand dollars a month from 800, dollars a month, you know? And so it was a good journey. And then I opened the mobile service and then everybody start, Hey, can we come to you? And I didn't have money to buy, to open shops, you know? student living in a two bedroom apartment. I don't spend my money. And then I said, okay, I think we should, we should start to open a store, you know, like, uh, and it, it wasn't even, I, I didn't want to do it. I think my staff was pushing me, you know, and the client was pushing me. And then I opened one store in Alexandria.
0: And that was the birth of Fantastic Framing? This was, was the cr-
1: bells of the retail stores. Yes. The retail stores.
0: So you were called Fantastic Framing even when you didn't yeah, have the retail yeah. stores. But it was
1: mobile picture framing. We didn't have stores. We had a garage in North India, P3. Okay, <laughs> so it was P3 under the ground and it was actually was um, in the same office of… Um, Working in a cave. <laughs> you, you have the in your network
0: FX. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Andrew Herman. Andrew. So they're yeah. in the same office.
1: They saw me in the beginning. Yeah, did they? they? saw me. I'm All the time I'm laughing with him, you know. <laughs> like you, you, I said, uh, you, you saw me in the beginning, you know. like uh, He's a good guy. He's been part of a couple of long time. He's a very good friend of mine. And they came with the cars. Hey, can you frame my jersey? Can you frame my jersey? So they actually… <laughs> they started yeah. becoming clients. They started becoming clients. Wait, wait.
0: I want to go back. I've got, I've got a few things I want to highlight. The first one was that um, you said that cell- like uh, you'd make your kids do door-to-door percent I fully agree. Nothing's more powerful. I think nothing trains you more in life than sales, particularly door-to-door sales, but really any sales because sales is about the mental resilience of, you know, like bad, 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 good. And then you get confident, 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 better, better, good, good, good. You know, like nothing in life trains you more, It makes you more mentally resilient and capable of achieving something than sales. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And and what I thought was interesting though, was that you were uh, like a migrant, uh, like you had just come. So you're a young person, you're studying, you can't get a full-time job. I don't even know what your working rights were at that time in Australia. And you started, you, know, you found a way to make money. And what I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, what I'm assuming is you then realize, wow, this is good for me, this is working for me. This will be good for a lot of other people in a similar position to me, other young people that have just migrated over or are studying they want to make extra cash. You know, they can't have a full-time job. They don't, you know, whether they're not allowed to, or they don't want to, you know, I could, I could employ this, this workforce. And I think it's just interesting always when someone realizes, wow, this is good for me. How can I profit by making it by showing others how to do something good for them? Yep. yeah, And uh, I think what, what I did as
1: well, um, is that when people did not do well... So let's say so you joined to my team in the paintings. Avi, I don't know, it's for me, it's not for me. What I do, I go down with him. I sell, okay? I sell and I make $500 a night. I'm saying, this is yours. Get the money. You see how I did it? Now you, you can do it, you know? So let me stand next to you. Let me stand next to you. And just uh, all the time tweak you to the right, tweak you to the left, you know? And in the end... It's it's a probability. You have to be positive-minded because it's very hard in the beginning when you get no, no, slam the door, slam the door, you know. So you need to, like you said, res- resilience. But the the leadership is, the, the minute that I did, I had one funny story, and I'll, I'll, I'll say to you in a, in a very short way. I had one guy, I brought him. He flew only, only to work, you know, here. He didn't sell maybe for two weeks. Came like with a thousand bucks. He was had an anxiety attacks, which are, and he's like, his parents are old school. One day I go into the apartment and I see salt on the floor. And I said, why, why there is salt on the floor? No, my mother, she's from Morocco. And there is like a saying, you know, that, you know, like uh, you do some circles and you put some salt, like grandmother uh, cure, you know. And I said to him, man, you're sitting with me now. you, You are my project now. Okay, I'm going to sit straight on you. No, I'm not going to move from you until you're going to sell. Tomorrow, I'm going to be with you together, okay? All the sales that I'm making, it goes to you, okay? I go with him. I did with him uh, uh, five paintings. I sold two, two, and one. Okay, so I sold two paintings. Went. I said, okay, let's do case study. You So she said this, I said this. She said this, I said this. Okay, next, let's go to the other one. And then... Let's do another one. The other one, I did half-half presentation. I said, let's do half-half. I do half, you do half, you know? But then at that day, I said, Jacob, you saw, it's not that, it's not that complicated. What did I do? I didn't do nothing. From today, I want you to snap out from the soul story, from the circles. I just want you to do it. From that day, the guy became... A monster. Dece- when I said to you, a monster, <laughs> it was like a monster, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, that
0: happens. That happens. This happened many times at Cub. People have so – our best salespeople. Um, our best people in general have actually some pretty much every time have never done that specific role. Like for me to read someone's uh, CV for proof of like, you know, existing skills or, or, or uh, similar roles would be – Useless because everyone that's great at cub, they learned to that cub and they learned it through mentorship. My old man um, used your tactic. He always used to say to me, with sales, when you bring someone in, you, a new person in, you just partner, you buddy them up with the best salesperson you have. You just let them follow them around, and what that will do is a, it gives them, it shows them proof that wow, you know, this is this is possible. Someone can do really well here, and like this is easy to sell. this you know this doesn't look that hard to sell. The other thing is that they've got support from the company. There's someone's there supporting them, helping them, training them. But what I love what you did was that they all, they have a, a feeling of loss as well because you gave them the money. And if you've got the money from a sale that you know you didn't make, but you were there, but you've got the money, it's like, oh, okay, I could be losing getting this money in the future. I wanna stay here and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna master this. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. And I think motivation as well that we
1: when people see that you're motivated, even the clients, they feel it, you know? So for me it was passion. Uh, passion. That, passion. This is the word, yeah. This is the yeah. word I was looking, yeah. So passion, you know, and 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 you sometimes when you don't succeed, you you don't have the passion, you know. So you just need to give them uh, and then when I you know, work with him, uh, with people like this. I said, okay, now you are mature. I want you to be a team leader. Okay? And I paid well, you know, to the people. So they are happy. I'm happy. The clients are happy. Everything was... uh, But the door-to-door was the evolution of Fantastic Framing. It made me and my team very, very strong. Mm. Very strong mentally. Okay? I am... My you know, I can, I can take a lot of pressure. Let's put it that
0: way. You know, like, uh, well, I mean, you were in the army. Yeah. yeah, And and from business as well, you know,
1: and from business as well, you know, but it's all about like every day that you will wake up, uh, you will have a a problem. It's, it's only about how are you going to approach the problem?
0: Yes. And every problem is fixable. Definitely. That's something that you only get at the start of your business. You think every problem is like a life threatening one. Even if it's small, but as you get more confident in overcoming the adversities, eventually you just stop caring about them because you know that you can solve them. You know they're not going to finish you. It's not the end. Yeah, you know, like I'll fix this, so I can do like you gain that confidence, that personal confidence. Someone actually asked me the other day. I think it was a cub team member that's not in sales was thinking about going into sales, and I said to them, "You'd be fantastic at sales." And they said, "Why?" And I thought about what would make like a good. What makes a good salesperson? And, and I love to hear your thoughts on this, but I thought of it on the spot and I thought, what makes a great salesperson? Well, first of all, they have to be likable, you know, and by likable I mean like passion. Yeah. If you're passionate, people love passion. If you're well-presented, people love someone that's well-presented, looks nice, you know, that type of thing. It, so they need to be likable. You, you can't be dismissed straight away. You've got to be that, have that likability. Um, you have to be empathetic. You know, you can't act in ways that is going to make the other person feel uncomfortable. You have to act in a way that's going to make the other person feel good and be empathetic towards their needs and what they want and, and you know, direct your, uh, your words around them. So empathy. And the final one is just directness, the ability to ask for the sale. And if they say no at first, the ability to ask again. You know, yeah, yeah. ah, what are you talking about? What's stopping you? Oh, well, look, it's not the right time. Well, look, this we'll, we'll fix the problem by doing this. You can do this now and just pay then when the time is better. But pay a deposit now or whatever it may be. But but I came up with the likability or passion, empathy, and directness. I really think those are the three things that all sales, all great salespeople have. Yeah, I, I when
1: I educate and my maybe people, work ethic too. Yeah, I, I think y- your your things is actually very similar to mine. Mine is, and I say shark, which you're saying as well. Shark, you say whew, direct, direct. direct. Yeah. So you actually say it. Uh, enthusiastic, you spoke about passion. Mm-hmm. So this is what I tell my people. Uh, and the last one is expert. You know, if you sell now lights, so this light is neon. It's for five thousand hours. What is so good? It's actually saving you the energy. You know, for it because if you're using the normal light now, I don't understand in lights. Yeah. But I just like you you have to know the the, um, the knowledge to give them that hey, this guy knows something that I don't know. You know,
0: and it's also a good experience. Like the other day I had the zip tap guy come over for my, you know, my love filter it. tap. He comes over and starts telling me the making of the yeah. tap, how it happens, what this nozzle does. He shows me, oh, this is how you control yeah. the screen. I didn't even know how to screen. And I just thought, wow, this guy really loves taps. You yeah. <laughs> know, like yeah. he wasn't even selling me anything. He was fixing something. Yeah. But I just thought it was a, good, it, it was a nice experience. Yeah. And when someone teaches you something while they're talking and they show that they're an expert. Oh, they must be good. Therefore the company must be good. Therefore I want to work with this company if I'm going to buy my lights or tap, you know?
1: And another thing that I think is out of those three things, which I think my, uh, you know, instinct was exactly like you, maybe in different words, but the other one which I am punching my guys in a good way is the word relationship. Okay. And this is a very deep word sales is not money sales is relationship you have to maintain the relationship all the time you need to speak from your heart not a, and if there is even a, a a big problem from the client step up in you know like you know show that you care show that you that you want to help even go out of your out of your lines you know like uh, give something from your time free buy a gift in the end of the year nice gift, not like a a chocolate Toblerone, you know? Why? Because I cherish, I cherish, I cherish our relationship. And I think the minute you have the the relationship, then, uh, you know, sales
0: will more uh, come, and I think this is... Well, because sales, the, the reason I think relationships are important, and I completely agree, but the reason relationships are important is that it's not always the right time for that person to buy. You know, like with memberships, well, I might be too busy right now to network or my flow is not great or um, I just had a baby or I'm I'm really sick or whatever, people have things in their lives that that even though they want your product or may need your product at a certain time, they don't need it now. And if you don't have that relationship with that person and you're not getting in contact with them semi-regularly, like even just once a quarter, hey, just letting you know if you did, if you were interested, you know, we have our uh, 50% off special. If you get one, you get whatever, 50% off. You know, that j- just, you're giving them, a, doing them a favor by giving them like a tip that, Hey, now's probably a good time to buy something. But it's also just reminding them. Oh yeah. You know, I should go speak to him. You know, I, I actually do just buy three paintings that I need framed. Yeah. I think oh. Calvin did it very well. Calvin, when he spoke to me, he, he
1: kept in a relationship with me maybe for a year. Yeah, well, it's for field. the listeners who don't know, Calvin's
0: the head of our Sydney, or the head of Sydney, really. An amazing guy, an amazing mm. guy. And I think his relationship. A master relationship. Master. And
1: master. And very
0: nice. Yeah. Also, very nice. had never done sales before, Calvin. Yeah, amazing. You yeah. see? Yeah. Th- those are the best guys, yeah. by the way.
1: You know? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but it's 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 relationship. He kept with me, relationship. And then I saw him one time over here in an event. And then one time there, how are you? How are you doing? After three months, Avi, what do you say? Calvin, now it's too busy. Let's speak in January, February. Exactly. You know, like, uh,
0: let's be in touch. then, And then you closed me. I'll tell you something. I'd be curious what you do. With salespeople, one thing you've got to be really careful f- about is their emotional state, like where their head's at. Because if their head's not right, they're not selling. If someone's not feeling good, they're not selling. And the other thing with salespeople, pe- particularly new salespeople, when you're training them, you're building them up, is that once they've had, you know, uh, People, you know, people say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy, and then they don't buy. And if that happens, you know, enough times, they start losing like they feel bad about themselves. Am I doing something wrong? Am I going to be able to do this? How do you fix that? How do you help them overcome that feeling of things aren't going well or, you know, am I capable of this?
1: So my thing is that uh, to think on the future, you know, like uh, because sometimes you will have people that they want to be where they are and they don't want more, you know. And some people, they, they do want more. But uh, in the end of the day, it's a team spirit. I, I invest a lot of my time, a lot of my funds to make sure that there is a culture inside the business. And the culture is happiness, joy, fun, hard work, hard parting. Everything that you do, you do it hard, you know? So yesterday night, I know many people in my stores, because it's a very busy time of the year, they start at 11 p.m. I didn't ask for them. I did not ask for them. Guys, if there is a responsibility, it's your responsibility, give your your whole heart. And, and when there is starting, you have relationship inside your teams, and the relationship are very healthy and good, we learn from one another. We, it's, it's not like hierarchy that there is a big boss at the top, you know, we sit, brainstorm, get a decision,
0: boom. We got a decision and, and, we, and we do it. But so is what you're saying that when someone's feeling bad, let's say they've gotten a lot of no's instead of yeses in sales, they they're feeling down, that by having that strong team, people have they relationship support. team, they support like a family, like, 100%. you know, tra- it's going to be good, it's been a bad week, doesn't matter, keep going. Like So you think that's the key?
1: Helping and uh, my managers, they want to grow. You know, and they want to grow. And when they grow, so they have opportunity to grow in the company. So they don't even, um, they don't think like, oh, I can open something by my own. Like you're a plumber or you're an electrician. Okay. I'm saying, man, you can open here like five stores. You can earn a million dollars a year in fantastic framing. You know, so let's make sure that the two locations that you have are amazing, full. And we know when the stores are full, it's full. Let's make another one. Yeah. Let's let's open another one. And uh, and the vision of the company is now we have 60 employees, 10 locations, three storage. My vision for the company it can be 40 stores, 50 stores. You know, it will it will be a a national brand which is already here. We, we are leaders in our industry. So if you speak in our industry of art, who is fantastic framing, we are number one. You know, like uh, in the industry. You know.
0: And tell me, when did you so? When did you realize now is the right time to expand? You know, uh, it's a good question. Because I, you have I, one store, like you got your first store. So when did you realize, okay, we're good enough at this that we can run ten stores? Look, I I love business. I
1: love it. You know, I love the I love the journey. I, I'm less motivated from the financial part time. I'm more driven from the the progression, the growth, like a kid. You know, I have little kids, you see them two years old, three years old, five years old, nine years old. It's just amazing to see the, the process. And I really want to help as well my team. My team is, I don't want to say they are my kids, but I do treat them like family, you know, and I'm, I'm coming from a culture which is like Italian, yeah. Greek, uh, Lebanese, hugging one another, you know, so I do want to take care. Uh, and I give as well a lot of education to my people how to invest money. Okay, so when they make money, there is two options. Or you go and party hard and spending on partying, Stupid things. Stupid things. Or you start to borrow property. Okay, Uh, and I guide my people as well how to invest the money. uh, And this is what they do. And then it's not only like work, 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 make money uh, and that's it. Okay, you do it. Okay, let's start now to think what you can do with this money. And then I sit with them and I'm telling them about my journey where I invested uh, my money which is uh, a lot in property okay uh, and I did very well over there as well you know so then I give them as well the the education that you can be like I am now If another 13 years if you're following this structure so this gives a lot of strength for the hard moments that you asked that ah oh, now this month is uh, so shit now but hey I can open here another store I can now make you know another $100,000 a year from opening another location, you know, and I can buy another property probably another year or two years. And then it's
0: one property, second property. But, but that's, I guess that's how you got your your team members to make it possible for you to open another, another site. Because, um, and I always think about business in terms of like, you always need to pull yourself up and by moving yourself up, you you have to pull the people under you higher to take your position, and then the people under them to take their position. So the company constantly needs to be getting pulled up by by you, the leader, and keep people keep needed focusing on more important things, more important things. And that's that's I guess that's that's how it's possible to grow. But how did you know when it was time? In terms of we like, did you have your operations set for exactly how a store works, or or did you? pull the trigger before you had a set operation. The minute, the
1: minute you have something and it's working. Just keep going. <laughs> I just like, if there is a bucket and there is rain, just put the bucket. You know, if, if the rain stops, take the bucket. But when uh, we've been in the business, we are like in the last uh, six years, every year we grow every year between 40 to 70%. Wow. Okay, every year. Okay, every year. So, you know, we open one store, the store getting hammered in a good way. Many clients, okay, guys, let's open another location and you're going to be the next. So, one of the, so there is one manager and there is one employee, which is an amazing employee. Look, Alfred, you're going to open out the next store. We open it, you know, not a lot of money. Open, we didn't do a lot of, you know, like a big renovation because we didn't, now we're, now we have, so now we, we spend it, you know, we we make it very polished. But then we open another store and then I, you know, I just like, for my people even the people wanted it you know like they saw the, the 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 strength and then the growth as well came from partnership with our client and this came in a very like high tech level okay meaning that i had an artist you know that was working with me okay and i said look i can fulfill all your orders and make your life much more easier and whenever you sell an artwork it's not framed let me add an option in your website. I have the web developer. I will edit in your website. Okay? You sell your artwork for two grand, but then there is the frame, which is $600, $700. I'll give you for that, you know, 40%, 45% from the frame. You're selling, you know, 50 artworks a month, 40 artworks a month. Man, it's a lot of money, you know, like that, uh, that you're that you doing it. So let let us partner, you know, together. So if I partner with you know, four or five big clients, I can open a store. So I have the retail people in the community. If you live in, you know, Darlinghurst or you live in uh, Bondi or you live in Ride, so you have the everyday customers that you advertise, but then you have as well the B2B clients. So we have uh, uh, two type of clients. And then it's for us, it's very, very easy to open more stores. Next year, I know already, I'm going to open three stores. Now, you said all the time that I need to pull the – sometimes I'll up. Give, to people up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll give you another thing is I actually put the break because I'm too scared we are growing so fast. Yeah. You know, so I,
0: I don't want to grow. I had this thought yesterday because I was writing like my CEO report, like summary for for, for this year, for, for our end of year quarterly. And I had a thought that was like, Business is really like a very delicate balance of growth and security. Survival, long-term survival of the business is the most important key goal. But you want to grow, but you don't want to grow so much that it puts you at risk of if something goes wrong, you could lose the business. So it's this kind of delicate balance of controlling, the, you know, not, not prioritizing growth, prioritizing long-term success. And with that in mind, what is the bright balance of how much I should grow and how mu- how safe I should be with my money as well?
1: Yeah. And I think that the, 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 when I take the risk is when my foundation is strong. So I know that now in one of the stores, I have a young, motivated, hardworking, motivated passion, solve the problem alone, doesn't call all the time. Avi, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I actually, don't like if they call me too much. I I want you to have your leadership alone.
0: Because otherwise they don't learn. Yeah, it's definitely. like when you drive with the navigation system, uh, taking you somewhere. You never remember how to get there 100%. again. You know, unless you got the nav on. Hundred percent. I, I even
1: remember before the set when I was driving with the van. It was the it, the petrol station. The you would buy the books. <laughs> yeah. you know? I was, I was, I was, I was with that, you know. You actually gave me memories now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to notice trees <laughs> yeah. and signs. Yeah. And I turned left at the red sign.
1: But this is this is how I grow. My my the growth of the company, Fantastic Frame, is growing. It's not only me growing; it's the team growing. Okay, so when when you hear in another five years or ten years, you know, thirty stores, it's not mean that only one person was growing. It's actually people in the company yeah. was growing together. Moving up, up, you know, Uh, and uh, I do, and I I think the more, and this is my sentence, the more you give, the more you get. And this is my feeling. A lot of companies, they they keep the money very tight to the chest if there is a wrong. Uh, My way of thinking, the more I give, the more I get, and it works for me. It works for my team. Uh, I, I for my managers, they are very, very happy. Employees sometimes, you know, can can be like casual stuff. But from those people come, people grow up, and I give them future for very long term. When I speak to my staff, it's for very long term, not for a year, two years. And I do guide them as well. And life lessons, you know, like with it. But I think, you know, the, the growth as well, I'll give you another one. Big clients, okay, uh, calling Blue Thumb Art, okay? I know them. You know them? Yeah. Largest online gallery yeah. in Australia, okay? Um, amazing guys. Every time I go there, I, I just shut up and listen. You know, what do they have to say, you know? And three years, all the time, they referred me. Avi, can you, uh, I have the glass broken, can you do it? Send one of my guys in Melbourne. Avi, the frame got broken. I sent one of my guys in Brisbane, and I tell my guys, guys, whenever they call, I don't care if you drive one hour for 100 bucks. I really don't care. When they call you, you, you do anything, okay, because the potential that if we are doing a partnership with them, it's huge for them, and it's huge for us. And when I'm doing
0: partnership, it's not only one side earning. You are happy? And I'm happy. That's what every uh, – so many people forget that in a partnership. That is what a partnership is. It's mutually beneficial. I have to be better off with you than I am without you and and you and vice versa. You know, that is what makes a true partnership. And and that's been a huge uh, – from what I can hear, a huge part of your business's success. It's been – Mutually beneficial partnerships, whether it be with galleries uh, or with just single artists selling their paintings, building these partnerships. It, it's a well, first of all, it's a f- it's not even a free marketing source that generates business. It's a paid; they pay you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they're bringing you business. They're getting paid, but they're bringing you business. So it's it's almost like free marketing. These mutually beneficial partnerships, and and it's something that I, I, I'm, I'm sure not every business can do. It, but I'm, I'd be very doubtful if your business couldn't find. Uh, uh, other businesses in or around your industry to partner with in a mutually beneficial way. That's going to drive growth for both. Yeah. Yeah. You know? This, like it's something people
1: need to think about. Yeah. I think, and this is how we did it. Like we, 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 after three years, I told my guy in Melbourne, uh, just give me 30 minutes with the blue thumb, 30 minutes. Okay. Let me show them how the client can be happy. So it's all about the client. So the client will be very, very happy. We will be very, very happy, and the, the partner. And then 30 minutes, not a lot of talking, small presentation. You're happy, we are happy, and the client is super happy because sometimes they buy an artwork, like you know, you said you, you know, blue You buy an artwork two grand, then you live in orange. Take take this way, and then you go to a frame over there, 70 cranky, give you a high price, punch you in the stomach. Oh my god, the experience was shit, you know. And I said, you you need to eliminate it because there are people that can hurt your brand. So they actually hurt your brand because my experience was buying from you as an artist. And then I'm going to another framer in a very remote area. It's ruining the whole journey for me. Exactly. Mm. And then when I said this, it was just like a mind-blowing for people because the last kilometer of a a furniture company is the most important kilometer any big... Furniture company, the last kilometer is the key factor for the success with the client. Hi, where do you want me to put the painting? Do you need any help with the hanging? Let me hang it for you.
0: Yeah, I, I fully agree. I actually just had an experience with MCM house. I just built a pool at, at my farm in Kangaroo Valley, but it's it's in like, it's on a mountain. It's a dirt road. It's hard Like it's, it's super secluded. It's hard to find. I bought all the pool furniture from them, outdoor furniture. And I'm thinking, oh, this is risky. Like normally I'd buy furniture from companies in or around, you know, the Southern Highlands or that area because they kind of know the area better. But Anyway, I thought it was risky, but I went with them because I liked their stuff. I got a call when they had – so speaking about the last kilometer basically, I got a call saying, you know, or text saying that we're about an hour. We'll be there today at, you know, between one and three. Then I got a call saying, okay, we'll be 30 minutes away. Then I got a call saying, okay, we're on the road. We found it because I said it was difficult to find. We found it. All is good. Then I got a text saying, all delivered. Great. And I thought, wow, that was really good delivery. It wasn't them that did it. They obviously have a partner company, but a partner delivery company. But then again, to your point, that was a mutually beneficial partnership. They both made money on it because they sold me the delivery too. Yep. And me, the client was happy, which which is something I completely forgot about when I was saying it. I was saying, I was talking company to company. They have to be happy. But really the most important thing is that because of the partnership that the client Getting a is better happy. service. Yeah. A better service. that's the it, most
1: important thing. You will thing. buy again, you know, because you had a better service and you remember, you know, that the experience was good, fast, efficient,
0: economical, you know, like, uh, so it was better, you know? Do you know what I really love about you? You said it at the start, but I think it sums up even just why you're I, – I think why your business is so successful. At the very start, you said, I make the person my project. Like your team is your project. Your focus is making your team do well in life. Mm-hmm. You even said like I give them life lessons. 100%. You know, which is something that I think business owners – and leaders don't get credited for much because a lot of your time as a, as, a, as an owner is making sure that the life of your employee is going well. Because when life happens, they can't work very well or work. And so, helping them manage their own life problems, making sure that they're happy, content, that they have feelings of growth and pride and accomplishment, and you know, assisting them in life, I think is just as important as
1: assisting them in work. And, and I think it's a mutual, mutual. And I think again. It's relationship. You spend with them even more time with your family, with your brothers, yeah. with your sisters. And, you know, this is how I I, I, I want to take care. I want, I want to take care. It's one of my values and principle. And then the managers as well are treat, treating the same way to the employees. And uh, the managers as well treating the same way uh, to the clients. And this is why when you go to Fantastic Framing, we are the highest five-star rated company in Australia. No honestly, way. By, by far. Wow. When I said to you by far, it's like um, we like we have like more than a, I think like more than a 5,000 five-star Google review, you know, which is a, an amazing.
0: Yeah, because when you see that as a client and you see big numbers, yeah. you know that can't be faked yeah. and you're like, wow, yeah. that's, that's a good company. So it's, I think it's a, a very
1: good, uh, good thing. I think and the other thing is that made us very successful. And this is for the listeners, you know, for each one of their business. If you can figure out, because this is what we did. We said, okay, what is the life cycle of the products? Where does it start and where does it end? You know? And then I spoke to many, many artists. Avi, can you frame it for me? The original art. said, yes. Avi, can you print it for me? Not yet. I'm talking to you years ago, not now. And then I said, okay, I think everybody's starting to ask me so much. Okay, I'll start to print as well, because people sell original art and they sell limited edition prints. And then I, start, I started to do everything. Okay, and I will summarize it. I build I have pe- four people in marketing team in my in my company that are helping artists to market their product, because the more art they sell, the more, the frames more I ma- the make. More fr- <laughs> the more frames I make. Okay, so let's say so you are an artist. You are with me. Look, you're already established. You're already good. You need to think as well part of your budget to spend on marketing. Let me build your website. Let me run your ads because I'm really good in it. I, I'm really good. I can, well, you spend hundred thousand yeah. dollars a month. You've got to be. You got some experience. Yeah. So yeah. I have the I, I have the experience. I know all the small tweaks how to do it. And then those people making the creatives, building the website, advertise. Then the artist is happy. He's making sales. He sells. I sell. So I actually want him to sell. So I actually partner with him, but I'm his bunny motivator. Like Natalie. Like this month will be really good. It's March. You'll have a good month in June and October, November, December. Other ones we will tweak it here.
0: We will tweak it there, uh, and and it goes very well. And this is. Well, we we've got a, one of our biggest principles at Cub is ownership. We take ownership over everything. Everything that goes wrong, everything we can take, anything we can, we can ensure goes better. It sounds like you've just taken extreme ownership. Even even so, to the point where you've tried to take ownership, or you have taken ownership over even the success of your partners to make sure that they that they do well, and so that your company can do well too. I had a a, a question just about your reviews. So you've got thousands and thousands of five star reviews. Do you have a system? in place to ensure your customers know to review? I'll tell you a very good system and they actually put me on channel 9. Because I actually need to do that. We've never done
1: that. I'll I'll, I'll tell you this, it's a very good system and I hope people can take it for me. But they actually put me on channel 9 on the breakfast show because of that. Uh, And the the, the, the thing was, the more you give, the more you get. And I'll tell you how I had one of my guys got a $2,800 bonus only from review. So I did this this mechanism. I said, look, guys, any review that you are getting, and look how I'm affecting the employee, and I'm as well affecting the client, the service. Any Anyone that is writing a review, you're going, getting $40. Okay? Now it doesn't sound a lot, but you have many clients coming to the stores. That's yeah? Okay? So then we were sitting one of the nights, eating, drinking, you know, having a good dinner, And then there was an argument between two of the guys said, guys, there is the, you know, the promotion. And then uh, one of the guys said, look, if you do more than 70 reviews, I will even buy you R.M. Williams, the shoes, which is like a a nice shoe, you know. And then everybody was like, after a few drinks, let's do it, you know. And then the guy did in one month, no Sydney store, he did 70 reviews in one month. Now I want to tell you about what happened. Okay, let's speak about the result. So one thing he got three grand, almost three yeah, grand. Two thousand eight hundred. Two thousand eight hundred dollars uh, bonus plus Igor RM Williams from from the bets. It's about okay? six hundred, yeah. yeah. But what happened at that month? The algorithm of Google saw so many reviews. Another one, he actually broke the record in North Sydney store because what happens in Google review, 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 review? When people are searching in North Sydney. Frame my art, frame my certificate, frame my jersey. Who is jumping first? No Sydney store. And then what happened? So many people came into the store and people are saying, and today, everywhere you go, you spoke about Blue Mountain, Holiday House. If I book something on Airbnb, what do I do? I read the reviews. When you're going now to give me an artwork, five grand or something that belong, I don't know, you went to the World Cup and you have messy jersey, you're going to read reviews because you need to trust the guy. And, and it's actually what happened. A Morgan, the team in North Sydney gave an exponential service. Why? Because they want to make income from the bonuses. So they are making good money already, but then they're getting another yeah, thousand
0: dollar. I like, I- yeah. It's kind of like the tip system though. It's like, because if they do a great job, the customer is happy. They leave a review. They almost get a tip, but from the company, not from the customer. Definitely. And, and, and um, okay, I, I love that. We should do that. Definitely. Maybe, like we could systemize that with our relationship managers, you know, you like three or four months into the membership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And if you don't have, like, you know, like, because we have a lot of clients in the retail stores, but if you don't have a lot of clients, you just cap it a bit higher, you know, that when they do, they do get it. And when you are attacking on marketing, one of our strengths as a company, it's the marketing now, let's speak about part of the success. I started, I told you, $800 a month. Now I'm spending $100,000 $100, a month, and I will spend more. I'm telling you to you now, I know it. You know, the minute I will open more location, I will mm. spend more, you know. The, the thing is that when you're doing uh, trade shows, when you're doing advertisement, when you're doing newspaper, when you're doing networking, like in Cub, you know, when all of those things are connecting, connecting, you become to be a monster, okay? When I say to you, a monster, you are a monster of marketing. Everybody see you everywhere, okay? They see you in the newspaper. They see you on social media. They see in you person. in person. Yeah.
0: And, and, and it just, like, connects. Reviews. Reviews. Yeah, so what you, it's kind of like if, if your brand was a, like a pie chart, you need to fill in all the... All the triangles that make up the make up the play. I, lo- I love your metaphor. Mm. This is how you do
1: it. You don't do only one thing. And look, sometimes I even say in the beginning, when I started my career, I actually stopped doing Google Ads. Because I was like, there's so much money going down for my card. You know? But now I'm more mature, now I'm more experienced. You know, now I know the power of advertisement. Now I know the power of social media. Even if you don't sell a product, there is so much um People that can see you. For example, fantastic framing, uh, the numbers that these people see us, 300,000 people a month. Wow. Okay, this is big. Okay? So it's not about like, uh, this is about, uh, I know already the formula and I want to transfer this formula. Hear me out. I want to transfer this knowledge to my clients. Why do I want to transfer it? Because the more they do, the more I give, the more they sell, the more I sell. You know, so for me, it's about relationship. Some people listen more. Some people are anxious, cash poor. Some people are more confident in their journey. And it's easier for me to talk. But I treat all of them, you know, the same, you know. And, uh, and I tell them about, uh, the, it's not only time go up. It can go up and it can go You're down. You're talking about your team. My t- clients. Your clients. So l- hear me out again. So I why don't. would you tell your clients goes up, goes down? Sometimes you know in ads, you know you can have very good periods and it can go very well, and sometimes it can go as well down. You know, like after. You know.
0: Oh, sorry, your clients. You're saying you're you're the artists of whom you're my doing partners. the uh, yeah my your partners. partners. Yes, yeah. yes. So okay. I want
1: to transfer my knowledge in in marketing to my artists, to my clients, because the more they do well, I do
0: well. So you've really built an ecosystem for the industry. Yes, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're the cool kid. And like you guys have the cool party going on, everyone's like, "Wow, the party's at Fantastic Framing. That's where all the good shit's happening. We should go there." Yeah, you know, and yeah. you're building that, you're building that. that in, ecosystem.
1: In, in your industry, you need to recognize the pain points. You need to recognize the pain points. When you find those pain points, so it's it's you can leverage on those pain points. And if the pain points of an artist is to pack, if the pain point of an artist is to print the label, this is how you actually. You know, like make it, you know, happen, and they just want to. They want to paint. They
0: don't want to deal with this. Uh, they want to do what they enjoy, exactly. what they're good at. Yeah, what they're good at. The same way you do what you're good at. Yeah, and you're not painting. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but
1: it's a lot of logistics. It's, uh, yeah. and we are like the Amazon of artists, and it's a journey. Okay, it's a journey that we started from door to door, moving to mobile picture frame company, one store, two stores, three stores huge stores as factories, 400 meters, 300 meter, uh, And um, and
0: I'm, I'm well, very excited for the future as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would be too if I was you, but but I think your story is just such a fantastic story of how a business can naturally evolve, um, in, you know, starting in door-to-door sales to then having uh, 10 physical stores and then to having an ecosystem uh, for, for the entire industry and all of it happening in a natural way. And I think the the key really for you was, you know, which my old man always, always used to say is for you to make money, people around you have to make money, you know, it, finance is one aspect of it, but you're, you, but also focusing on your people, you know, your team is your project. Yeah. You know, making sure that you're always thinking about how can I make their life better? How can I make them happier? And, um, um, anyway, I want to thank you for coming on. We do have to wrap up because we're out of time. Uh, but to our listeners, if you want to um, uh, find out more about uh, RV or get in contact, you you can go to cub.club forward slash podcast and find more information there, including uh, book recommendations, favorite quotes, and all sorts of things. If you want to catch up with Cub, you can at, at Club United Business on Instagram. It's also awesome. Thank you so much thank for, you for coming in. That was a c- crazy business, yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah. business. Yeah, I love these top businesses because it's like, yeah you know, young guy comes to Australia makes framing company so random yeah. like you know like, yeah, I love it anyway hope you enjoyed the show thank you very much